This is Bright and Bubbly with Tori and Elizabeth. Welcome to a fun little bonus episode. Yay! Yay! It's Valentine's Week! Yes! So we are just gonna pop on and talk about what love is. So for a lot of us, you know, we think about Valentine's Day and for myself, I am single. So it is like, oh, you know, sometimes I think of it as, you know what, whatever. It's just another day. But instead of just focusing on the actual Valentine's Day and baby having a significant other or being single and putting those into two categories, let's just talk about love and what is love and it define it with the Bible and God and how do we love God, how does God love us, and how do we love others? Man, all good stuff. I love that. Yeah, I think um, so often we can get caught up in what the world's perspective and definition of love is, Mm -hmm. especially in this highly romanticized culture that we live in. You know, even what we buy is advertised and put out for us and, and sometimes even centralized or all these different things that come with it. And then also you have Hallmark that has all these romantic comedies and you have books and all this stuff that whether you're single dating or married, there's sometimes an attack on being satisfied where we're at. Mm -hmm. And I feel like with God's word, he really defines what love is. And I know that in the, um, the, the Greek and the Hebrew, there's actually definitions of different words when it comes to love. There's not just one word that was described it. So I think it's really cool. We're not going to really dive into all those aspects of, you know, God's word and when the writers were actually using different terms for love. But we will just answer those three questions that Tori talked about. And the first one is, you know, what is God's love for us? Yeah. Like, you know, it, it's pretty pretty cool to me when I think about it. Um, I love, you know, the easy verses. <laughs> like <Yeah. laughs> John three sixteen For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son. And it makes me really think, Yeah. okay, the world. He loved the world. Well, I'm in the world, and I am created by him. And I would say, I'll take on, like, okay, for God so loved Elizabeth. For God so loved Tori. For God so loved you that he gave his one and only son. So the definition of what he did for love is right there. And then in 1 John 4, um, 8, it says... Well, actually, I don't want First John 4, 8. I actually want First John 4, 9, which is, <laughs> this is how God showed his love among us. He sent his one and only son into the world that we might live through him. I love that. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, you know, in a time where we focus in on that word of being loved or not being alone or maybe not feeling the love that's there by our spouse or family member or our friends. Yeah. Ultimately, going back to what God has done for us and what his love feels like. I love that. Man, I think I need to sit in his love a little bit more. Yeah. And truly, that's that's what it is. Just, yeah, sitting in God's love. Because when you realize how much he loves us and truly cares for us, there is no sense of, well... I'm no one because I don't have this person or I can't, you know, celebrate the day or I have to feel sad, but no, no, wait, God demonstrated his His love love for me. me. Yes. And it's not for me plus this other person, but it's for me, myself, single, one person, me. Yes. You know? 
Oh, yeah. Well, and I think that's also something that goes with the opposite of what the world defines as love, where I think the world's definition is very selfish. Yes. And so what you just said, yes, in one aspect, you're like, okay, his love for me, that can be viewed as selfish, but it's not when you need to recognize what he's done for you. When the world, it's like all about you in a bad way. It's all about like, how does that person make me feel? Mm-hmm. How do what they showed me or didn't show me make me feel? How does this movie make me feel? Like, how, like it's very much like, am I feeling love because someone got me something? Yes. Rather than like, God already gave it to you. Yeah. <laughs> like God already did it. <laughs> so you can be selfish with him, but like the world, it's just, yeah, it's two different, different things. And yes. I think that's where the whole feeling less comes in. Mm-hmm. Because the world's definition of love is that it has to be a significant other and that you have to be given things or feel certain things or it has to be sexual or it has to, like, you know, all these definitions that, like, are unspoken but they're there. Mm -hmm. Where that feeds in with, like, well, then I'm less if I don't have someone. Mm -hmm. Well, that's a lie. Because if we go to God's word, we're fearfully and wonderfully made. His works are wonderful. Bam. Stop there. Full stop. Yep. <laughs> like, and so I'm no less just because I don't have someone. I'm no less because I have someone and they don't treat me the way that I want them to. I'm no less because I'm busy. I'm no less. Like. Yeah. All those things. You're not less. You're not. Mm-hmm. And so sit in God's love because he's like, hey, you feel less? I'll show you how you aren't. Mm-hmm. And I feel like. You and I were definitely more, you know, from that background of a single experience because, well, that's what we have. (laughs) That's literally the experience we have. (laughs) But I feel like even where, like, I'll look and watch my mom and my dad who've been married for years and years where there's still times where my mom still needs to be reminded that she's loved. Mm -hmm. Not just by her husband, but by God. Um, by her daughters, by different things like that. I feel like we'll always have that desire to want to be loved. And if we can go back to Christ and what he's done for us, as much as like that's sometimes work, it's a yeah. good, it's a good work and it'll pay off and it'll be just a great benefit. Um, but yeah, so I love that. I also love, um, Romans 5, 8, it says, but God demonstrates his own love for us in this while we were still sinners Christ died for us. So while I was still in my mess, and I still am in my mess daily, you know, Christ died for us through his love. His love was demonstrated by dying on the cross. That's a a high example. Mm -hmm. So then it kind of piggybacks off of a definition that my mom has. I think hers is based off of a lot of God's structure and how he loves. And she's told it to me for years and years. And she goes, Elizabeth, love is defined like this. It is, love is to be committed to someone for their highest good. Jesus was so committed to us for our highest good Mm -hmm. that he canceled out the consequence for us. And I feel like even for us now then, that puts it into like, okay, how do I show love and how can I love someone? Well, okay. To be committed to them for their highest good may look like a lot of sacrifice on my part. Yeah. It may look like even 
hey, you really want to go dance in the road, but there is a bunch of cars right now. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's totally a silly example, but I think it's just going back to um, being committed to someone for their highest good. It's just a great definition Mm -hmm. of what God has done for us and of how our love should be. Because it also says in, in God's word, you know, like, love your neighbor. Mm-hmm. as yourself love the lord your god with all your heart mind soul and strength yeah and love your neighbor as yourself mm-hmm. and who i think when you go back to that whole loving yourself thing that one gets hard yeah because we're our own worst like critics yeah and we see all the flaws and the faults and okay yeah you know okay sure i love myself but you know when it's just you by yourself like do you? And it's hard when you see those different flaws, but you do. Yeah. And you should. Yeah. I think also God's love is overwhelming when we mm-hmm. do take the time. That I think if we took the time more, there would be a little less insecurity. A little bit more confidence in who he is and who he's called us to be and what we're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. I feel so convicted right now. <laughs> I'm like, wow, you need to sit in God's love just a little bit. But I, I guess this is also a good time to bring up, like, the last podcast that we had was really heavy for me. And just talking about God's faithfulness, that I can see God's love for me in his faithfulness towards mm-hmm. me and his love for others because of it as well. Knowing that he doesn't just take care of me. Because God's love towards us isn't selfish. She's like, oh, I have so much of it. I'm going to pour it out on Tori and Elizabeth. And I'm going to pour it out on Jesta. And I'm going to pour it out on all these people. You know? So, yeah. I'm going to pour it out on Lindsay. I'm going to pour it out, like, all these friends. Like, yeah. <laughs> I I love that. I, um, um, a couple of years ago, um, I journaled in my journal, duh. And I wrote down like all the things that God was to me and who he actually was. And I'm sure there was a whole lot more, but it was really like cool to just see. And I didn't um, sit down like one day and fill out the whole thing. I think I just started off with like God and then I put a word. And then, you know, as I was like doing devotions or whatever throughout the weeks, years, I put in, you know, whatever he had placed on my heart. And it's really cool to like look back and like see who God is. So that just reminded me of that when you were saying like just sitting in God's love and being just overwhelmed by him and just knowing that. Yeah, I think that's something we need always. Mm-hmm. To not get too busy and just focus in on what he has already poured out love-wise on us. Like, yeah. Oh, because he, I, I love that term, like the lover of our souls. He's mm-hmm. the lover of our souls. And it's amazing. So this Valentine's, you know, instead of focusing on maybe as Tori and I are being single, the that physical love of a opposite sex that we don't have, like we don't yeah. have significant others, but recognizing the love that God has already placed in our lives, not just from him. Not just for ourselves, but that we can pour out for others as well. I mean, I know that my dad blesses me every year with roses. And I can guarantee that I will have a Valentine every year because my dad's going to give me roses. He's been doing it since I was 12. I actually so encourage dads to do that. Like, it was huge because I never, 
have to worry about what I'm going to get and, oh, so-and-so has someone and I don't. Mm-hmm. Because even if I, quote-unquote, feel lonely because I don't have a significant other, I'm not lonely. Whether, so even, like, I know, Tori, like, you don't have a dad to do that, but you, maybe your brother. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I always... Um, this is what I do. I always treat myself to something special on Valentine's Day, whether it's like a Starbucks drink or a little cookie or whatever, chocolates. I always treat my, I treat myself. And I've just recently started doing, um, Galentine's Day. Uh, so that's something that like, it's so fun. (laughs) I'm I'm not that organized and I haven't talked to any of my friends and I couldn't even think about doing Galentine's, but that's amazing. (laughs) Yeah. Like it's not, I remember, you know, writing in my journal about how like, it's not a day to feel sad and sit and mope around in your PJs. Like you're a strong woman capable of, you know, doing anything. And so, (laughs) so that Tori, like four years ago (laughs) was feeling all um empowered so I really do try to like treat it as like um a day of just treating myself and some days Valentine's Day falls during the school week and so it's always fun to like get Valentine's Day cards from my students just to be reminded that like you know it's wherever you look you know there's love around and oh yeah so um, the girl I nanny for, the oldest one of the three that I happened to nanny for, was telling me about her Valentine's that her and her mom had gone and bought from Target for her class and how there's like 18 kids in the class or 19 kids in the class and she has one extra because it was a 20 pack. She's going to give it to her teacher and she Aww. was so proud <laughs> of the thought that her teacher gets to have one too. So even hearing you say that, I'm like, oh, I heard it from the kid's <laughs> perspective. They get so excited about giving. Yes. And I think that's also another part of love. It's not supposed to be just stuck in us. Yeah. God gave his away. We can give it too. We can give it in our words, our actions, and our time. And I love that there's an opportunity where we can think about love more on Valentine's Day, but also just think about the people that are in our lives that we can pour out. Because even if you do a Valentine's Day, then you're pouring out to your other gals. Yeah. And I like that. That's beautiful. That's really cool. Um, We do something where we we decorate the house and we do something for my mom and just because she loves hearts and she loves Valentine's. Oh, that's fun. So, yeah. So just giving away and, and kind of just not keeping it in. And, yeah. But yeah. Outpour love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, this was a super fun talk all about love and hopefully it encouraged you yes. and you got something out of it because <laughs> we just did it. Yeah. <laughs> just a bonus, you know, episode and that's that. Yeah. You know, because we can because we can. <laughs> so, Tori, something, right? Something bubble it, and then we'll hit this place very fastly out here, and it'll be a short podcast. <laughs> You're wonderful. <laughs> I mean, it's a bonus. You're they don't so have to be great. long. Right. Okay. So, uh, my bright and bubbly would be the sun is shining right now, and I love it. Um, mm-hmm. That's going to be a twofold, because A... I have started walking now on my lunch breaks just because your girl can't handle so much screen time. So I have started going for walks and it's so nice because it is sunny and just getting out and walking for 30 minutes, feeling the sun, even though it's a little bit chilly, it's good. And then I get to listen to podcasts. So that's like encouraging me while I'm walking. And so it's like, it would be more of like a bright um, 
And I guess a bubbly would be that in a week I am going to Florida on a vacation. So I am very much excited for that. Woohoo! Florida. Yes. <laughs> what about you? What's been bright? What's been bubbly? Uh, so um, I was baking this morning um, a lunch item at breakfast time. But that was okay. <laughs> we um, I made salmon patties. And they turned out so good. I hid so many good nutritional thingamabobs (laughs) ingredients (laughs) into it. I put like canned salmon, um, a homemade mayo that my dad can have um, that doesn't have eggs in it. We put um, quinoa, which I just learned how to cook quinoa without having like a super quinoa-y flavored quinoa Uh you soak your quinoa in water first for just a little bit of time like five minutes or less or something like that and then you go cook the quinoa awesome and then i i hid some spinach in it and some celery and onion and garlic and salt and i feel like there was something else that i hid in it and then fried them oh and then i put buckwheat flour and tapioca flour oh my goodness they were so good (laughs) so that was the I guess that would be a bubbly, but it was also encouraging because my tummy was so happy. So, I love it. So, yes. Yes, I just made my brain bubbly about salmon patties. That's what we got. I just great. Well, um, hopefully you have a great Valentine's and you are reminded that God loves you no matter where you're at, no matter what you're going through. And um, that you can just sit in his presence, sit in his love, and he may just be blown away. Yes. Go out, be blessed, encourage somebody. Thanks for listening. Thank you.